right, three, two, one. How's it going, everybody? And welcome back to Nerd Stuff with the N2.0 podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Ian. And today's episode, we're going to do, of course, as you guys already know, the Variety Podcast, because you guys have already read the title. And figured I haven't done it since before my wedding that that happened. And I figured done a couple recent comic book pickups, recent books that I picked up, and Hasbro has confirmed a bunch of new, you know, figures in the meantime. So, let's kind of get into the whole comic book side of it, and then we'll talk about toys, and I think that might be just about it. So, first thing I did is I also, I picked up John Hickman's Decorum, or John Hickman, I think it's, I think it's Matthew Huddleston's Decorum, but I believe it's Matthew. I would like to make sure you get the artist's name. Uh, where? Where is your name? Yep. Mike Huddleston. Who's the artist? That's the artist. Picked up issue 7 of Decorum. That's actually still been a pretty solid series. It was a little slow at first. But it did finally kind of pick up. Just because I think it... It, it story's still kind of dealing with intergalactic assassins and kind of the whole crazy world that John Thickman is building. And like I've told everybody before, if you've read John Thickman, you know the kind of writer he is, and you know he's a he he builds. He does heavy heavy builds. He's not a guy that's gonna be like okay, flat like fire in the pan, start off, and then just keep having that fire going. Like he builds it. He wants you to see that there's potential for it. And definitely, this is just still a solid book. I like it so far. I like what's been done. Then Chip Starsky's Stillwater Issue 6. If you are not reading Chip Starsky's Stillwater, dude, you you are missing out. Check it out. It is definitely just getting better. And just Chip Starsky knocks it out of the park every time. He gets his chance to, like, every time I've read any books, he just stays constant. Along with, you know, you guys have heard, you know, with Spider-Man, Spider-Shadow, which is the new What If book that he's writing. Just, dude's just doing the, dude's doing the thing. Like, I can't even be mad along with Daredevil. Like, I can't. So, Stillwater, definitely pick that up. It's a good indie title. And then, I guess while I'm talking about other comic books from him, I also picked up Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man Spider-Shadow, which is his what-if book. I did do the podcast yesterday about it, so if you want to know more about kind of what his idea for what-if is and what he's doing with that book, definitely check it out. Uh, I also got issue, I think it's issue 29 of Daredevil, and... Again, another Chip Starsky book. It's solid from start to finish. And honestly, just get on it. That That's all I can really say is get on it now. Like, read the trades, do whatever you gotta do. It is just a solid run. Then, I was a little behind on Maestro. The new Maestro Warren packs. So I went up and picked up issues 2 and 3. Because I hadn't been to the comic book shop in a hot minute. And pick that up. Peter David's still knocking out the park with this. This is 
So much fun. I know issue four literally just came out this week, so I'm probably going to go by the comic book shop this weekend and pick that up. But, dude, Peter David, he is just knocking out the park with his Maestro Hulk. Like, if you are a fan of just solid Hulk stories, if you're not reading Al Ewing's Immortal Hulk, read Maestro by Peter David, his his two books, he's do, his two books, he just did the first Maestro story, which is now available on Comixology for, if you're a Comixology Unlimited member, you can read that for free, and I'll talk more about those in a little bit, but he, this is definitely solid, and I think a lot of people are alluding that reason why Maestro is finally getting a lot of love, not just within the Marvel's Avengers game that came out, but Within the comic books, people think Maestro is going to be like the next big villain in the MCU, which would be very interesting to see. And I'm curious to myself to see it. Then there's Robert Kirkman's Firepower. Such a solid book. Robert Kirkman knocks out the park just like usual. Like, I can't even be mad. Like, dude is doing amazing. And honestly... Check out the Invincible series. It's on Amazon Prime as well. Like, such a good, like, cartoon animated series. Like, I was talking to my dad about it, and we were both because he always likes to watch just random superhero stuff. And he was watching it, and him and I were both talking about it. And he, his best comparison was he compared it to Young Justice. He, the vibe, how they did it, along with the voice cast. And I'll, I'll talk more about it, like, in a more lengthier podcast once like the series is actually done but i definitely can see the see the young justice comparisons on it but i also like when i talked about the book i definitely gave it the whole superman superboy like father son superhero just feel of that and i think it just did really well i did also i guess when i talked about immortal hulk i did also get Newest issue of Mortal Hulk by Al Ewing. Dude, get on that. Like, there's there's so many good books coming out right now that it's just crazy. Then, I was a little behind on Donny Cates' crossover. Finally got myself caught up on that. That book, dude, it... Again, another... Another solid time... With him, I like what he's doing. And if you've read any of Donny Cates' other work, particularly God Country, which I think I've done a podcast. Yeah, more than likely, I'm pretty sure I did a podcast on. You will definitely love the the treat that he gives you in these books, man. Definitely, it's only on issue five. Definitely, if you want to wait for the trade, I definitely wouldn't be mad at it. But definitely, if you get your chance to pick up the issues individually... Go off and do it. It's, it's a good treat. It's definitely first issue slow build. Second issue kind of does better. But third issue and on, like it 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 kicks off and it's so much it's so much fun to just read that book. Then on top of that, I also picked have picked up, you know, Phil Kennedy Johnson came in for Superman, so I picked up the first his Superman, his little two-part story he was doing, I think it was it was Superman 29, I can't remember what action comics number it was, but I read his story for Superman with that, and then I read his most recent issue, I think it was Superman number 30, that just came out, 
Definitely, I'm glad Philip Kennedy Johnson's on. Is on Superman. I definitely have a lot of see a lot of potential in him for that. I'm gonna be curious to see where else he's gonna kind of go with Superman. And I like his story so far. It's definitely well thought out. I think hopefully it'll get more people back on Superman again. And it's definitely worth checking out. I also have been reading Suicide Squad, the new Suicide Squad, picked the picked up. She too, I think, came out last week, I believe, if I recall, and that's still solid. I think I, you guys, you guys heard the last the last couple podcasts I had where it was like Suicide Squad like twice in one week, and I like that too. Like it's definitely been solid from DC. Definitely something different, and I think in all intents and purposes, I've wanted something different from DC for a while. Uh, I also picked up Fabian, I think it's, yeah, Fabian Nasia's X-Men Legends, which X-Men Legends is kind of like a, kind of like a ability for old X-Men writers to come back in and do a story that was never completed during their run. And kind of like complete that story. And definitely if you're a fan of like 90s X-Men, like 80s, 90s X-Men, this is definitely worth checking out. It's definitely fun. I'm not going to say it's not anything fun to pick up, anything cool to really see what they do, see what the writers are doing and have fun and have them having fun with it. But I definitely can see where... Some people would be like a little turned off by it just because it does force you to go back to retro like continuity for the characters. Definitely say like I had fun reading it. Definitely would say check it out if it's something you want to do, especially if you read 90s X-Men. Definitely say it. Like definitely say pick it up at the end of the day if that's something you want. If not, I could see why some people skip it. Now they are doing more of these. And I'm glad that X-Men Legends is something that's going to get more and more attention, I think, depending upon the story. Like, I think the next one, I think, is Louise and Walter Simonson. And I think they're doing more along the lines of the X-Factor line they ran during the, I think the late 80s, early 90s. And they're dealing with an apocalypse story. So definitely, if again, if you're a fan of that type, definitely keep it out there. It's... Definitely something I wouldn't be surprised people kind of want to pick up to kind of see because a lot of people love the Louise and Walter Simonson stories from X-Men. Uh, I'm trying to think what other issues did I get during this. I know I I bought a bunch digitally. I picked up King and Black issue 5, the newest issue of Venom. Definitely the... Man... King and Black. We we will get to more Venom. It is definitely one that I know I have to come back and get to along with Batman Beyond. I haven't ended them, but I'll probably do some Batman Beyond. I might kind of just try and see if I can just knock out in longer sessions. But I'm I'm just trying to figure out when I want to do it. And King and Black, solid event. Donnie Cates definitely turned it around at the end, and definitely gave fans a big payoff. So if you've been reading Venom and the King in Black, definitely 
it, it paid off very well. And I was very happy to see that. And, I mean, nothing else I can really say in regards to just how fun Donny Cates made that at the end. Like, I know words. Like, it's so, it was so good. Now, let's kind of shift gears to go more to the toy side. Figured I've, I've had enough crazy talk about, you know, comics. Let's kind of switch gears to French toys. So, for McFarlane, I know we are still getting... They, I think he had just put up recently... So, there was two variants to Batman Beyond he did. He had one where there was no mouthpiece, and then there's one that's on Amazon. That's for pre where it comes out the end of April that does have like more like the mouth smile on it. Pretty much the same figures, just one has a covered-up mouth, the other one does not. And I know I pre-ordered the one that doesn't have the covered-up mouth. And it doesn't come with a builder figure piece. So definitely keep your eyes out for that. I think it's supposed to, I think that's the one that's not going to be a Target exclusive. I think that's the one that's going to come out to regular stores. Uh, I think they're also doing John Stewart Green Lantern, Bizarro, Robin King. Not, I think Robin King, no, I think Robin King is within the, uh, the, the Batfather wave, which essentially just dark side, but as, but like decked in a Batman costume. Weird stuff happened. And Dark Knight's Death Metal. All I can say is that, like, it there. There's nothing else I really should say on that one. In all honesty, uh, who else was with with him? Then you had the unmasked Thomas Wayne. I think that was also in that wave. I think that was it for those figures. I thought Robin King was in it, but then I remembered Robin King's with Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman. And they all build Batfather, which is their thing. Definitely, I think the one most people are most excited about is the John Stewart Green Lantern. Some people have been able to find him out in the wild. Definitely worth getting. Like, if you're a Green Lantern fan or you're looking to build up your Justice League for all your McFarlane toys, definitely get him. I know I did. He just looks amazing, and the Bizarro looks good, too. Definitely two good, solid figures. And the Unmasked Thomas Wayne, some people have kind of given a little criticism for the head sculpt, but I don't think it's that bad. Definitely, if you get your fan, your your chance to get that figure, go for it. Ooh, sorry, man, I am tired this morning. Go, sorry. If you find your chance to get the unmasked Thomas Wayne figure, pick it up. He definitely does come with some cool stuff. I think he still comes with the guns, but he comes with a sword. And I think it's from Wonder Woman they used to stab uh, Eoborthon the Reverse Flash. And definitely a cool, cool little thing that Tom Farland was willing to go out and do for that. Um, what else? I think that's it. Now, he has confirmed a bunch of what. Like, he has kind of, like, sort of alluded to more figures he's going to do. But I just don't know when they're going to come out. And they're still just rumors. He hasn't really just, like, toy dumped everybody out yet. 
Now for Hasbro. Now Hasbro did just had its like big fan first four hour event. Now you had a crap ton of Fortnite figures that were confirmed. G.I. Joe, you know, Star Wars, Transformers. They listed off all of them. I think the only one that a lot of people wanted to hear about was more of the Marvel Legends line. And that was the one I cared most about and I was most excited. So definitely, I'm just going to talk about the Marvel Legends one. Just because I don't know if everybody's as hyped for like, well, I'll, I'll talk about Power Rangers stuff. The Power Rangers, they did confirm they're going, they have some meta the metallic versions of the characters, which is like Aisha, uh, Aisha, Billy, Catherine, Rocky, and Adam. They're doing the five metallic, and I think Tommy, I'm sure, is probably going to be white metallic as well. They're going to go for that. And they don't look bad. They're definitely repaints, but the head sculpts, they're, they're decent, you know, all things considered. But definitely if you're looking for more of the metallic version from, like, end of C, like, more for Season 3 of MMPR, definitely that's for you. If not, I've got mine. I'll probably end up skipping them. Like, I've got my, like, my original MMPR, and I called that a day. Uh, they also are doing, from the comics... The Red Century from that, from uh, the Power Rangers Shattered Grid. He looks good. So I probably end up picking him up. I'm more surprised they have not pulled more from Shattered Grid, surprisingly. Like you would, like I think that's just a good amount of stuff that Power Rangers can really take advantage of, particularly just the people at Hasbro working them. It's something cool, it's something different, and they can get more MMPR love out of it. They'll probably do it more later. Uh, let's Now let's officially switch to Marvel Legends because I'm sure that's what more people want to hear about. So Marvel Legends, if you have not kept up with it, they did finally confirm the Shang-Chi wave. That is a thing. Definitely looks good. Definitely has some interesting figures in it. And it's going to be more of a <clears throat> MCU Shang-Chi. So I think it'll be worth checking out. In regards to kind of what they have to offer, in my opinion. So I'm going to be curious to see what they're going to do. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, <clears throat> the next wave, though, is Ursa Major Wave, which Ursa Major is one of the, you know, Russian, I guess the Russian version of the part of the Russian version of Avengers. I think it's the Red Guard. I can't remember. I know you had Red Guardian, but uh, I can't remember. Off the top of my head, but it's... Uh, da, 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 da. Let me look it up. But they're giving you Darkstar, Ursa Major is the Build-A-Figure, and they're part of the Ursa Major Build-A-Figure, but they're an actual an Iron Man wave. So it definitely comes with a lot of good... You know, Marvel, or I guess a lot of good classic, you know, 90s Iron Man in their mixture. Like, you did get some of the, the you did get a Guardsman figure, which looks good. Such if you were collecting the old Snap-In Iron Man figures from the 90s. They did give you a stealth armor, which is good. I like, 
they're using they're getting the most out of that eight years anniversary Iron Man armor. You also got a new Riri Williams Iron Man, which she looks good. I will definitely say I think they did a fantastic job with the head sculpt. And just the this the figure in general, I think, looks fantastic. I already mentioned Darkstar. She's being one of the Russian one of the Ru best way I want to put it. Russia's version of Avengers for a reason I'm blanking on the name, and I'll never get it. And then you had a hologram Iron Man. Now, the piece of resistance for me on that whole thing was the 90s Iron Man. I've been waiting so long for them to decide to do a a 90s Iron Man. Like I I don't know why. Some people I think it's the modular armor is what they call it under. He was the one from, I guess, if you played Marvel vs. Capcom 2, that was the Iron Man you more likely see, or if not, like, the one more or less in the 90s cartoon, for people who kind of have watched that. And that suit of armor has always been my favorite, and I'm so hyped that they're finally doing it. Like, it is, it's the one I'm like, yes, I need this. Like, it looks good, it looks clean. And I want more Iron Man armor for my collection. And it drives me crazy because, of course, it's it's just the same character. And you would think, oh, man, Ian, you, you probably got enough Iron Man. Like, no, nah, I, I can find room. I'll find room for it. It don't matter. But uh, I think it's the, the Winter Guard is the name of the uh, the Russian Russia's version of Avengers. Sorry, brain kind of clicked in when it finally had that finally happened. But I'm just excited for that figure, in particular the Iron the Major Iron Man. He does not come with a build a figure piece. So if you're like, hey, I just want the Iron Man, I don't want the build a figure, and you're a fan of like 90s Iron Man like I am, definitely pick it up. I think the only thing I think me and one of my one of my other toy collector friends we talked about is they missed a little bit of a chance to kind of give him more of that Marvel versus Capcom feel. And really rein in some like really cool giant weapon that Iron Man would have. So I think if that's the biggest thing they miss out on, I don't think it's going to kill anybody. At the end of the day, just being like, you know what? It's still a fantastic looking figure. But yeah, it it looks good. Yeah, like they're, mm, I'm excited for it. Then I think, uh, I'm trying to remember what, I know I'd kind of like gloss over the Shang-Chi wave. I didn't, I didn't know how many people kind of want to know about that. But I know Shang-Chi is confirmed in there because it's, of course, his wave. They have a lot of different characters mixed in. Ah, let me let me just look it up. This way I can just list it off because I was like, I feel like I'm just not going to give you guys, like, the best. Like, oh, hey, what's this figure? Uh, buh, buh, buh. So, while I'm doing this, uh, we'll talk about NECA. NECA Toys. So NECA Toys has confirmed they are doing more of the 90s Turtle stuff, particularly an accessory pack. They're also, fun. they've been releasing some images for the April O'Neil figure that they're doing. They're also, you know, doing more of the cartoon turtles. They're doing turtles in disguise. I think that it's all four turtles, more cartoon style, but all four of them they're gonna run in the. I think they they're I think they're a Target exclusive. They do run for about a hundred dollars, if you get them, or about a hundred and ten. There's not gonna be as many, 
but definitely if you want to get them i definitely say you know keep your eye out get them if that's something you want especially if you want more of the you know cartoon turtles i think a lot of people do a lot of people have missed out on them and i think this was a good way for NECA to be like hey this is another way for us to give you guys some more or less chance to get these figures because when they initially all came out they were just scalped up and nobody like was able to get any like at all then on top of that NECA did confirm and did show images of this NECA got the does anybody I guess before I can go does anybody remember the old Gargoyles cartoon that was done by Disney it's currently a playing on Disney Plus. If you do, NECA has the rights to create those figures. And they made a Goliath figure who was like the big main character, the leader of the Gargoyles. And dude, he looks amazing. Like no, he just looks fantastic. And I was again, I was talking to one of my toy collector buddies and we were like he just looks good. Like they, it's just a solid figure that no one knew it was gonna happen. It just showed up, and it just looks great. Like nothing, nothing else I can really say about it. Be like, it just looks fantastic. And yes, NECA did confirm they are going to do more of the gargoyle figures. So if you're a big fan of gargoyles, or if you're like, hey, I don't know what they look like, but you look at them, you're like, yo, this is, just looks good. Definitely suggest, you know, getting them. Don't be a scalper. Don't buy like four of them. Be like, oh, I'm going to sell these other three. Don't be that guy. If you don't want it, don't buy it. But if you do want it, get one. Maybe two for a friend. But other than that, though, don't, don't ever do it. NECA will... The People love NECA toys. They will buy the crap out of them. Especially if they look at it, it's cool and something. That people really want. And I think Goliath's going to be a really good one. That a lot of people are going to want. So I'm excited about him. But uh, we'll we'll wrap this up with Marvel Legends. For that Shang-Chi wave. So you have Shang-Chi. Death Dealer. Wu, Xilang. Iron Man with the AI head. So essentially it's the classic yellow and red. Not the gold and red that you got. With the Marvel 80th Anniversary. Classic, more yellow and red Iron Man. That's using the same 80 years anniversary body, but with an AI Tony Stark head. And they did acknowledge they switched the arms. So if you got the 80th anniversary figure, you would notice the arms are on opposite sides. It should be switched. So they did recognize and like, yeah, both arms got to switch. So they recognize that and that's taken care of. And then last but not least is Civil Warrior. Which essentially they're reusing the Hydra Cat body, which they did a long time, which was a figure that was done not too too long ago, which was Hydra Cap and I think it was uh Oh god, I'm blanking on his name. He was just an early Marvel Legends figure. He was one of the first waves. I think it's uh oh god. I'm Going crazy. Uh, Hydra. 
Let me look it up while I'm doing this, Marvel. Yeah. There you go. It's Hydra Cap and Armin Zola. For whatever reason, I couldn't remember Armin Zola. But they're reusing that body for Civil Warrior. So, it's a lot. There, there's, there's way more toy news out there. I mean, I could keep going on and on. But I figured I want to kind of stop this up. Figured, don't want this going on forever. So, with that being said, thank you guys for listening. As always, you guys can find me on Anchor, Spotify, Podbean, Apple iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. You guys can also listen to me on Fit or find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and Nerd Stuff with Ian, Comics Amino. And you guys can always email me at nerdstuffwithian at gmail.com. If you guys have any like questions or want to have a conversation, never mind that either. And uh, or even just give me suggestions for books I should just read because I'm always looking for something new to read. It drives the the wife crazy, but it's what it is. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening and have a great day. Later.